Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings. I'm excited for this episode today because we're going to ask another question. I've liked leading these off with questions because it makes you think. Have you ever wondered this? Am I in faith? Like, is God really real? Is Jesus real? Is all this real? Am I really in faith or am I just delusional? How can I know that I'm living a life of faith? Maybe it's it's your entire faith in Christ, or maybe it's for a situation. How can you know if you're in faith or if you're delusional? We're going to talk about that today. Guys, thanks for listening. Please keep sharing the podcast. It is reaching so many people, and uh, we have many, many new listeners each day because you are spreading the word. You know, podcasts are not like social media. There's not a page where it's just easy to kind of hop on to a new podcast, um, it's really by word of mouth. And if we get enough reviews and ratings and listens, then yeah, it might be suggested to other people, but really it's going to be word of mouth. So if this message or any other messages have impacted you, please make sure you subscribe, um, turn on notifications. If you want to know when we post a new episode, leave us a review or at least rating out of five stars, whichever you think is appropriate and then share the podcast with someone that you love, your friends, your family. Um, It can make a huge difference. Um, Let's talk about the Discipleship School. It's coming up in two months from today. It's May 10th. It's coming out July 10th is the first day. We had three more applications just since yesterday's episode. So you guys are excited. You're applying. If you're interested, you want to hear more information about it, it's a five-day intensive over Zoom. We're going into identity, gifts of the Spirit, prayer and fasting, tons of Q&A back and forth. It's going to be incredible. Go to shanewinnings.com. It's right there on the homepage, or click the Overcomer link, and you can find out some more info. Look at the itinerary, and then you can apply. Please do. Please join us this summer. It's going to be amazing. And then we'll do an in-person one next year. Finally, guys, we are slowly heading towards our goal of one partner a day for the month of May. Uh, we have 20 month, 21 days left in the month, and we need 20 partners to commit to $30 a month or $1 a day. So if you've been blessed by our ministry and you don't give anywhere, or maybe you felt led to support our ministry, uh, please consider doing so. You go to shanewinnings.com and you just click on donate and click become a monthly donor and just sign up to give $30 a month. Guys, it would mean a ton. Um, thank you so much as you support our podcast through listening, through uh, finances, through prayer. And thank you to all of you who have supported us already. And, and to those of you who have been there from the beginning, even before the podcast, even before I was big on social media, you guys were sewing into us, and uh, I can't tell you how much that means, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. Now, here's the question. How do we know that we're not living a lie? Well, we have to talk about faith, first of all, because this is, it's, it's called the good fight of faith. Now, if it is a fight of faith, that means we're going to be fighting against something. And so if we're fighting f- of the fight is of faith, we're fighting for faith and to have faith and to maintain faith, then that must mean the opposition is the opposite, right? It would be unbelief. And so it is this fight against unbelief. And we are going to die having fought the good fight. Amen? I know that you want the same thing. That's why you're listening. That's why you're here. That's why you follow me because in, in my ministry, Overcomers, is because of our slogan, to burn for a lifetime. 
We want to burn for Jesus, and we don't want to burn out, right? We want to keep burning and burning and burning, providing uh, warmth and a light to everyone around us, and also fires catch. We want our fire to catch on others. I believe that there is this position that we can have where we're so focused on burning for Jesus that we, we don't even have time for unbelief to set in. And, and I haven't really pondered this, but as I'm talking, it's coming to mind. Sometimes I feel like people can struggle with unbelief uh, when they are not really moving in their purpose or destiny for the Lord. Now, I'll caveat that by saying this. I have had um, extreme unbelief come against me. I do not believe it was from, you know, within me. Uh, I know that our flesh is, is fallen, our flesh is sinful in nature, our flesh is in opposition to the Spirit, but maybe you know what I mean. You can tell sometimes when something is really coming from the outside, like it's, a, it's, it's, um, it's an intruder, it's trying to come against you, and there was a season where I was moving heavily in deliverance and miracles when I was traveling around the nation uh, in 2021, and I remember I was actively delivering a girl from demons in San Diego, California, on the beach. And she's manifesting all over the place, and there's like a hundred people around me. And I had this intrusive thought from the enemy, this is a lie, you're running a cult, uh, you know, th- you're, you're delusional, this is stupid, this is all fake, she's being manipulated emotionally, and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh. The enemy absolutely hates what I'm doing right now. And so this is his best move, is while I am commanding this demon to leave this girl, there's another demon or the same demon or who cares, whoever is trying to talk to me and tell me that I'm, you know, in delusion. And, you know, the enemy will overplay his hand. And I I feel like the Lord gave me discernment right away. And I almost wanted to laugh. And I was just like, this is insane. And uh, anyways, the girl got delivered. It was amazing. But I've had that come against me in different seasons where I'm moving in, you know, ministry. I'm, I'm preaching. I'm, I'm uh, traveling. I'm ministering. I'm seeing miracles, crazy stuff. And I will have this lie come against me that, you know, all of this is fake and, you know, none of the miracles are real and whatever. And... You have to know how to combat that when it comes against you. And for me, it is by remembering truth. Uh, For me, it is by standing firm on the truth of God's Word and also remembering what He's done for me. And this goes back even to the days of the Israelites when, you know, the Lord had them collect stones from the bottom of the river specifically the Jordan River, he had them collect stones from the, the middle of the river that he had parted for them. And when they got to the other side, they built little monuments so that when the, the, the generations to come would ask, what's up with this pillar? What's up with this monument? They'd say, those are stones from the middle of the Jordan because we crossed on dry land because of God. Like, that's incredible. And I wonder, do you have, you know, quote-unquote pillars or monuments that you can look back on when maybe your faith is tested or maybe you're being asked about uh, from, from family members or friends or maybe even the enemy is accusing you because he is the accuser. Remember this. This is his job description. Day and night, he's accusing, accusing the brethren. He's stealing, killing, destroying. This is what he does. So don't be surprised when it happens, but you need to have something to go back on. And yes, we have God's word, but even God's word you have to take by faith. 
But I can say this confidently, there are things in my life that I don't have to have faith for because I had faith in a season, God provided for me, and now I don't need faith, I have a testimony. Is anybody with me on that? Look, I, I can't see God, but I can look at my life and I can see what he's done in me. I know that I was one way and then God came in and now I'm a different way. This gives me faith in the present and for the future. How about you? Have you experienced God transforming you? Have you experienced him saving you, providing for you, delivering you, healing you? Come on, someone testify right now of what God has done for you. Because the enemy is going to try to blind you with what's ahead, or he's going to try to trap you with questions. He's going to try to entice you to believe a lie. He's going to try to plant seeds of doubt and unbelief in you. And if you're not careful, and you're living by the flesh, and you're not taking every thought captive, and you're not living by the Spirit, you will begin to water the seeds that the enemy has planted when you're called to pluck those things out. Did you know that in the times of the Romans, I heard this teaching from Bill Johnson, it's incredible. So the, the armor of God, you know, we have the shield of faith, we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now that sword, sword, that sword was a short sword. It wasn't like a long, you know, sword that you would see in like a dragon slayer type deal. It was a shorter sword, almost like in 300, you know, the, the, the movie about the, um, oh my gosh, I'm losing it. The army of, uh, oh my gosh, who was that army? Anyways, that is going to bug me. You know what? I have to know. Who was the army? 300 army. It was the battle of Thermopylae, the Persian army, the Greek army, King Leonidas, Spartans. Okay, the Spartans. Thank you, internet. Wow. I can't believe I just blanked on that. Okay, so anyways, it was like the short swords that they had, okay? So this is what the, the, the Bible says, that we have the sword of the Spirit, we have the shield of faith. Now, the shield of faith protects us from what? The fiery darts of the enemy. Now, what are the fiery darts? The Bible tells us they are accusations. So the enemy is shooting accusations. He's shooting fiery darts of doubt and unbelief and lies and just crap at you. And so you have your shield of faith to protect you from all of that, but sometimes an arrow can bypass your shield. And so in the days of the, the Romans and even in the days of the Spartans, if, a, if an arrow would bypass the shield and it would, say, dig into your flesh, guess what they would do? They would use their own sword to carve and pluck out that arrow so that they would not be injured any further and that they would be able to continue fighting. Is that not incredible? Guys, God's word was written with such intentionality. It is amazing. And so here's what it's saying. When a lie of the enemy bypasses your faith, you dig it out with the word. Okay, so we have the word of God, which is absolutely incredible. But even this you have to take by faith. I mean, I mean, have you ever thought about the fact that a guy really lived in a big fish for three days? Now, they were able to do some research, and even in the, the very spot that Jonah was said to be in the Bible, um, they did research on the type of uh, whales and fish that were in that area, and they believe that it would be a sperm whale because that whale is large enough, has the mouth capacity to swallow a human being whole, and has room in the stomach for a human to be able to live. And when it says that the, the, the fish spit 
Jonah up, sperm whales are known for regurgitating uh, their food sometimes. This, I mean, listen, there are scientific stuff for a lot of things in the Bible, but you still have to take things by faith. We still have to believe that the Israelites literally walked across the Red Sea on dry land because God parted it using Noah or, or Moses. Like, we have to believe that. We have to believe that Noah was in an ark that literally the whole earth flooded. We have to believe that, like, these things really happened. We have to believe um, that that uh, God led his people through the wilderness with a cloud by day and a fire by night, and he provided fresh manna every single day. Like, guys, do you think about this? We have to believe that God really created everything with his words and that he really sent his son to come in the form of a human being who was born of a virgin but impregnated by the Holy Spirit, okay? Then he lived a perfect life. Then he died on the cross. And by doing that, the whole sin of the world could be forgiven if only we believe in him. And because of that belief, we're going to go to heaven when we die. We believe. We haven't seen that. Like God didn't come down and, and give me a contract and say, okay, here it is, Shane. You've confessed your belief in me and my son and what he's done. Uh, the terms and conditions, you're going to be ad- admitted into heaven. I'm going to now make my home inside of you. I'm going to give you a new heart. You're going to be born again. We're going to spend forever together, okay? Does that sound good? All right, just sign on the dotted line. Okay, here's a picture of what you know heaven's going to look like. We'll see you there soon. I think that has never happened. All of this is by faith. What is faith? The Bible says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You can't hope for something if you already have it. So faith is the substance of something you're hoping for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. It is literally hoping and believing for something that you have not seen, that you have not attained yet. It is actually completely void of sensual evidence, of feeling, of hearing, of seeing, of possessing, of tasting, of smelling, Faith is like, I don't see it, I don't have a grasp on it, but I'm choosing to believe. That's faith. And the world says that's delusional, but you know what? The Bible says that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So the world might call you delusional, and according to the world, we are delusional. But we don't live by the standards of the world. We live by the standards of God. We are heavenly citizens who are temporarily living on the earth. This this tent of a body is going to pass away, but our soul is going to live forever. And we belong to God. I'm getting fired up over here, guys. This is this is you see, when you begin to even talk like this, you build faith in yourself. Now, that sure beats the other side of where you're like, well, I don't even know, and I've been praying, and I haven't heard God, and, you know, I prayed for this, and it didn't happen, and I'm just really wondering, is God even there? Does he even hear me? You see, it's so self-focused. You have to go back on a time that God did something in your life. And if you don't have something like that, then you need to give God an opportunity to be faithful. That means you're going to have to take a leap of faith. You're going to have to take a risk. And I'll tell you that when you do things like that, sometimes radical faith will make you feel like you're literally insane. And I talk about this in my book. This is a great time to to promote this. My book, I Will uh, Always Overcome, is another book I wrote. This is Your Next Leap of Faith. 
It's available for pre-order now on my website, shanewinnings.com, where I'll put the link here on the YouTube video. I talk about living in a season where some of my closest friends who love the Lord thought I was out of my mind because I was in faith. And, and one of them went to correct me one time or ask me, and God told him to be quiet because God was showing him, hey, he's, he's on a faith journey right now. He's listening to my voice. Guys, this thing is real. Sometimes you do something in faith and you have no idea if it's God or not or if it's just your good idea or your bad idea. You don't know. You have to wait for the fruit. But here's the reward. The reward and the, and, and the blessing of it all is that you stepped out in faith to begin ri- with. You took the risk, right? You took the leap. And that's, again, that's what I, I challenge you to do in this book is to take a leap of faith. And in each chapter, I talk about a leap of faith that I took that changed my life. And I charge you to do the same. And I encourage you to do it. And I, and I try to equip you in that book to do it. In order to build relationship with God, in order to even have a testimony, there first has to be faith. You have to trust God and give him an opportunity to be trusted. It's just like a relationship with a human being. When you meet a person, say a spouse or something like that, um, you don't instantly um, have a perfect relationship with them, right? You have to trust them, and it doesn't happen all at once. Like, you don't just... On the first date, you don't just spill your guts completely and tell them all of your deepest things. Like, you work up to that. Why? Because you're getting more comfortable. You're getting familiar. You're, you're, you're looking at this person. You're like, are they trustworthy? Can I trust them with my heart? Can I trust them with my whatever? It takes time. But after a while, you have given each other opportunities to be trusted. And when you come through... You build that trust and you say, man, I know I can trust this person because I can look back on our history together. It is the same with God. Some of you might not have any testimonies with God because you've never actually trusted him for anything. And so, yeah, you might feel like you're delusional. It's time for you to take a leap of faith. And I will tell you this, God will never be upset at you for trying your best to hear his voice and follow his lead. Like, even if you think you're in faith and you do something and it doesn't work out, God's not going to be like, oh, way to go, idiot. (laughs) Like, that's not him. He's a perfect father. I mean, what kind of God would be mad at his kid for trying to do something they thought he said to do? Like, that's not it. God is not a, he's not a slave driver. He's not up there waiting to punish you or correct you. He loves you and he wants you to trust him and to follow him. And that's going to require faith. Listen, if the enemy tries to talk you out of faith, remind him what God's already done. And remind yourself, because, you know, the Bible says to live by the Spirit so you don't fulfill the desires of your flesh. You know, one of the desires of your flesh is to doubt God. You can be tempted to doubt. The enemy invites us to uh, be tempted when it comes to our faith in God. Is he going to pull through? Is he even real? Is he even there? Are you really going to go to heaven? Are you sure that you're saved? Well, I know what you did. Well, I know this. Remind the enemy, remind yourself of who God is and what he's done. Take every thought captive, not 90%, not 70%. Take 100% of those thoughts captive. That means replacing the lies with truth every time. 
So when the enemy says one thing, you can say, God, I thank you that you are faithful, you are good. The Bible says in Isaiah 54 that I will never be ashamed by trusting in you. Lord, I thank you that I've given you my whole life. I thank you that I've put my, not only life on earth, but I've put my eternity in your hands and I'm trusting you to deliver me. I'm trusting you to save me. I'm trusting you that I'll be healed and I'll be fully set free from you know, the sin of this world and the pain of this world one day that I'm going to be in heaven with you forever. God, I know you're going to provide. You begin to pray like that, where you're not just naming and claiming. You are declaring the truth of God's word above your circumstance. You are declaring the truth of God's word in the face of a lie, in the face of an accusation from the enemy. Remember this, guys, that even our salvation is by faith. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Ephesians 2. We're saved even because we believe. We haven't seen God. We haven't seen heaven. But we hold on to this hope that when we pass from here, we're going to be with him. As Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So is it faith or delusion? Well, it depends who you ask. Sometimes your radical faith can make you feel delusional, but keep holding on to God, and I promise you, he will never let you down. Amen? Hey, guys, I hope this encouraged you. Listen, we've got two more episodes dropping this week, so please subscribe, turn on those notifications, and please share this. I'm sure that this got somebody fired up. Well, guess what? If you send it to your family or friends, they might get fired up too. You post it on your social media, your following might get fired up too. So please share it, like, rate, review, all of that. And again, if you want to pre-order my new book, Your Next Leap of Faith, I'm going to equip you to listen to God's voice and boldly follow. You can do that at shanewinnings.com. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.